0: Diab- beatus, beatus. Diabetes Vetus Diabetes Vetus 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 Vitus Vetus You know I have diabetes You know I have diabetes You know I have diabetes Diabetes Vetus Vitus Vetus 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 Call Liberty Call Liberty Call Liberty Diabetes, Vitus, Vetus, 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 These are my testing supplies. These are my testing supplies. These are my testing supplies. Diabetes, Diabetes Vetus, 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 When I say diabetes, when I say diabetes, when I say diabetes, diabetes, Diabetes Diabetes Vetus, Vetus, And now it's time to sit back and enjoy the two true freaks. Internet Radio Broadcast
1: Hope Molinax and Chris Honeywell have finished Clone Wars twice and Rebels once. I'm Gene Gene, the MC Machine, and this is J Guys and Jedi.
0: Hi, everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Jay Guys and Jedi, a weekly podcast covering every episode of something Star Wars in this episode. There will be a bird crew woman, lots of death, holy fuck, and a crutchy old man with a heart of gold, and the girl cries again. We are talking about our last commentary for this year, Ewoks, the Battle of Endor, or Ewok 2, I guess, was the working title. But Ewoks!
1: Boogaloo. I don't know. Maybe we should change our (laughs) podcast to something Star Wars.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, something
1: Star Wars with Hope and Chris. Let's
0: see. let's Google this. Something.
1: Star- it's gotta be. There's gotta be a, a blog. Star. There's gotta be a podcast. A vlog. A vlog.
0: Oh my god! I don't think. I don't think so. <laughs> that's oh
1: that's very strange.
0: Now the closest. Oh uh, no, that's the family. I'm episode.
1: sure there's a something something dark side.
0: Oh, that's the Family Guy special, which is something, something, something dark side.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's been made into a podcast name or something. Well, like. I'll
0: tell you what. If you hear this and you go on to make a podcast or a blog called Something Star Wars, just give us a shout out in your first episode.
1: Yeah, just have us <laughs> on.
0: Yeah, that too. And if it's a we're blog. Something
1: sta- we're something Star Wars.
0: Yeah, and if it's a blog, oh, yeah, I'll be happy to write for you. Whatever, man. That would be great. Or woman or person of non-binary descent. Descent. <laughs> no, I've. Hey. That's not how that works.
1: someday there might be the someday there might be like dolphins podcasting and stuff when we break the language barrier. So maybe. Just, then. I'm getting. Yeah, I'm getting ready for it ahead of time. I'm trying to get ahead of it.
0: Would you have a good week, Chris?
1: I did. I invented a new cornbread today for our Christmas catering packages
0: oh what kind of cornbread
1: gingerbread cornbread
0: didn't you do pumpkin spice cornbread last week
1: yes i did for thanksgiving oh. but we had to have something different for for christmas so it's gingerbread cornbread and i gotta say gingerbread cornbread may be better than than pumpkin cornbread
0: now when you say cornbread there are very many different types of cornbread cornbread Is, muffins
1: specifically.
0: Well, also, is this the sweet kind of cornbread or the non-sweet kind
1: of cornbread? This is a, oh, this is a, this is sweet cornbread. It's got, I mean, it's it's the 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 cornbread that we make for work is sweet. So I'm but but both for pumpkin and for um, gingerbread, you know, you'd want to use a sweet cornbread. You could you could use regular cornbread. I I imagine it would just be a little sweeter, but I mean. Gingerbread is basically just a big glob of molasses and brown sugar mm-hmm. with, with a lot of ginger and basically pumpkin spices in it. And, uh, that's it. <laughs> sometimes eggs, sometimes they have flour in them, but, uh, yeah. And it was a pure experiment. I just sort of put them together and hope that the proportions worked and it did. So now I have a working plan for. For uh, gingerbread cornbread, moving forward.
0: Yeah, for um, down here we got a couple different types of cornbread, and depending on what circles you're in, sometimes a sweet cornbread is the right one, and sometimes a sweet cornbread is bad. I do love a sweet cornbread. I cannot stand a non-sweet cornbread. It is oh, disgusting. really?
1: What about if it's like jalapeno cheddar or something like that? Like well, a first, cornbread.
0: first of all. I don't like any kind of peppers or spicy foods, so no to the jalapenos.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Because <laughs> I just don't like spicy foods in general. Um, I, I don't know. I can't answer that. I've never had one. I've only had either normal southern cornbread or sweet southern cornbread. I've never had anything outside of those. And some of it is a, like, some of it is a texture thing. I'm a, I'm a very texture person with my food. Um, that's why I don't like 95% of beans. Because I don't like the texture of beans. Right. I put them in my mouth and my palate just shuts down on itself. Um, with a few exceptions, like I can make green beans in like twelve different ways. I love green beans. Um, so yeah, for for normal cornbread, it's, it's it's just so dry. It like tastes like you're biting into like a Brillo sponge. You just well, that's
1: into- yeah. Cornbread is is almost meant to be. Well, I mean, sweet cornbread is soft. It's like a, mu- it's muffiny y. It's, it's, it's like soft. a cake. Yeah. 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 It's, cake. it's, it's, it's got milk and sugar in it and stuff. But like, like savory cornbread, you'd want with something like, you almost want to use it like a biscuit with, with gravy and soup and, oh, and I like, Chili like a
0: half a inch of a half an inch of butter on normal cornbread, or it's I just can't eat it.
1: yeah, yeah, well, yeah, butter is also a good butter or or like you know, slop if it if it's too dry, slop a bowl of chili on top of it. it little' right chili up. <laughs> Chili and cornbread is is great. I mean, like that was something we used to eat growing up was my mom would make chili and then put cornbread over top of it and it was chili pie. But the crust on top was basically just a layer of cornbread.
0: I don't like chili, Vinny. I don't like chili at all in any way, shape, or form. Oh,
1: I thought you said you liked chili. Oh. No, I
0: don't like chili. Oh, I, well, chili, then... chili is the meal that everybody in the house has in the house when I'm not here. Like, they plan to, like, they, because, like, we'll make a big batch of it, and then I won't be here, and that's chili day. Like, <laughs> I just won't eat it. Um, now, I will say... Recently, we made a batch of ch- chili, and the meat was venison, so it gave <clears> it a slightly different flavor. Yeah, and it was good enough for me to eat. I didn't enjoy it, but I it was fine. What but is it you first, don't
1: like about the chili? Is it the ground beef texture, the beans texture?
0: Well, some of it is the beans. Um, some of it is the spices. I just don't like that spice combination. Yeah. because um, uh. Cumin's I'm very hit in this with cumin. I either really like it or I really don't. Um but like it it's just a lot of most a lot of it is the beans. Just it's it's uh, like a 95% version of just beans. <laughs> just gross. Beans are disgusting.
1: Love beans, love them.
0: Then you can have all except
1: for green beans. That
0: works. I'll eat all the green beans for you and you eat all the other beans for me. That works.
1: There you old, go. Old Jack Spratt. <laughs>
0: oh, but Ewoks, Ewoks.
1: I got to say, I never, I've never seen this one and I thought it was going to be, I thought this one would be more exciting, but more cheesy than the last one. And I got to say, I think this one's better written and it's, is was more exciting than the first one, but I, and it was cheesy but I liked it Hot I cake. I, I kind of liked it. This it's,
0: has one of my favorite like I've never seen a, a moment of instant karma like this and I laughed so damn hard. It was my favorite moment of the movie but yeah like and I'll definitely get there like when we get to that point I'll be like everyone quiet the best moment ever is about to happen Bam, and you can
1: definitely is. see. Like from the last movie to the that this is like almost like a midpoint between the last movie and Willow, you know, you can sort of see some more. And there's, I'll I'll point out some more. There's some more Willow connections with this movie.
0: We really should have done Willow last.
1: Yeah, we should have. But if you're listening
0: to this podcast and you haven't listened to our Willow episode, listen to it after this. It works better. (laughs) We didn't know. Neither of us had seen this. <laughs> no, like, I, I was surprised how much I really enjoyed this movie. I, I liked all the characters. I thought all the characters were stronger. Even the little girl, like, her acting got better for being a, you know, a little kid actor. Um, And I was surprised, like, horribly by the first ten minutes. I was not expecting that. Oh, yeah. And I have well, things to say about it.
1: But a whole which, moment. Which we will say in the first ten minutes, I imagine. <laughs> yes
0: yeah i mean the only thing i wish there was a little bit more of and i'll we'll talk about it when we get into it more but the the sorceress lady i I wish we had like a little bit more of her story what her deal is but i like her just like
1: just like uh she she actually got more like you could read it more into her character and probably more screen time than the sorceress character in willow
0: yeah, like what a what a great character because you could see that she wasn't just twirl your mustache evil. She was just as much of a victim, even though a few yeah. times I was like, why don't you just leave, dude? Like there's yeah. no reason for you to stay, turn into a crow and around, get the fuck out. But uh yeah, yeah. I, I was very surprised by this movie too. I am I'm very excited to talk about this, so well, background information
1: <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were just announcing the background information was coming because, yeah, no, I'm not going to fight you on that one. Well, no, no background information, Hope. Alright, I'll <laughs> well, make sure you're getting you to were zero zero. That. Let's <laughs>
0: Alright. <clears throat> Some background information for you. Ewoks, The Battle for Endor is a 1985 television film set in the Star Wars universe, co-written and directed by Jim and Ken Wheat and they were also the directors of the film with a story by George Lucas. The cast includes Warwick Davis as Wicket, Aubrey Miller as Sindel, Wilford Brimley as Diabetes, as Noah, uh, I'm not even going to pretend to say Noah's last name because it's never said, and I can't pretend to say that. Uh, Carol Strzokin as Tarek and Phillips as Shirelle, Um, and Nikki Bo- Bot- 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 Botello, there we go, Botello as Teak, and everybody else was relatively the same cast from the first movie. Um, A lot of the background information is the exact same as last week, so I'm only going to touch on the new stuff because the effects and the music stuff are also the same. Um, The film was shot in the middle of 1985 in California, uh, and it was directed by Jim and Ken Wheat, executive producer uh, Lucas and the Wheat Brothers, based on stories on Lucas. The director, uh, -director, (laughs) co-director, co-director Ken Wheat explained the production and inspiration for the film, and he said, Lucas guided the creation of the story over the course of a two uh, over the course of two four-hour sessions that we had with him. He had just watched Heidi with his daughter the weekend before these took place, and the story idea he pushed was having the little girl from the first Ewok TV movie become an orphan who ended up living with a grumpy old hermit in the woods. We've been thinking about the adventure films we watched as kids, like *Swiss Family Robinson* and *The Seventh
1: Voyage of Sinbad*. Oh my God! So, oh my God! So, like, George Lucas just murdered a bunch of people just on his whim. To make, his, <laughs> to, make to get have his little. I got. I have an idea. I like Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm liking this more and more.
0: <laughs> and I, was like, I like Heidi, but sir, her family will kill them all. It'll be fine. I'm George Lucas. We don't. So, do that. So we, this is actually kind of funny because the next sentence is, we suggested having space marauders, which was fine with George, as long as they were seven feet tall. (laughs) The rest of the brainstorming was done uh, along those lines. Joe Johnson and Phil Tippett were involved in the second day's salary sessions and they contributed to an assortment of bits and pieces. All the effects and the music stuff was the same as the first movie. Though, one final kind of fun fact this is the first appearance of Blurgs. Blurgs yes. are the things that the, the the Raiders are writing. Yes. The, the the first canon appearance of Blurgs was in the, oh, I have it pulled up, was in the Star Wars The Clone Wars episode, Liberty on Ryloth. They then later returned for both Bad Batch and Star Wars Rebels. But Blurgs were not seen again in live action until The Mandalorian. Yep. There you go. There's your background info. All right. Oh fuck! I forgot to test my sound. I'm sure I'll figure it out as we talk. <laughs> I'm a good podcaster.
1: I got my I got my uh, subtitles on. So. I know I, I forgot to test sound before
0: we started. That's fine, cause Chris. This one
1: doesn't have a This one doesn't have as much interesting Ewok talk anyway. Ewok talk anyway because uh. uh they're speaking now. English. <laughs> Which it, it that, actually that does, that's the only thing that doesn't match up with, with with them this being pre-Jedi, but anyway. Well, Chris,
0: what are the rules of doing a commentary?
1: The rules of doing a commentary is is everybody sit there, shut up, and watch the commentary. No, uh, we're going to uh, get your Ewok Battle Endor files or DVD, whatever you're watching it on. Uh, I'm pretty sure there aren't any director's cuts or alternate versions it's probably the same battle for endor no matter what you're watching you get it ready to go you get it set at zero zero when i actually
0: that's not true chris i didn't put that in the background notes there are differences we have the the vhs slash dvd cut not the original cut and i realized this because in a home re- video release, the fo- there are multiple scenes that were deleted. When uh, One being when Tarek's men chases Will... Uh, uh, when being chased by Tarek's men, Wicket races for Noah's house, but Noah-, Noah tells them that the only chance they have is to get to the Starfruiser was changed. When Sindel has her nightmare about Badman coming into Noah's house, that scene was cut from the, deep t- the-, from the television broadcast. Uh, they changed Sindel's lines from, do something, Wicket, use your slingshot, you gotta hit the ring, To being altered to do something wicked do something for the dvd release and in the original tv broadcast of the film the end credits were rolled over the final scene but in the all home video release of the film the end credits are rolled over the traditional black background after the final scene so we have the home video release
1: okay so when get your home video release of Battle of Endor. I almost
0: read that too, but I was like, ah, it's minutiae, No one's gonna care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, and you got it set at zero to zero. I will do a countdown from three, and then I will say go. And you say when I say go, everybody presses their play button, and we all watch the Battle of Endor if together.
0: Can stop it, and then hit it again. So you're off for the entire film. It'll be fine. Don't do that.
1: Yeah, don't, don't, don't mess up. <laughs> don't listen to That's, Hope. <laughs> if it, yeah, the, 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 um, if you mess up, the, the answer for messing up is don't mess up. Okay, here we go. Don't mess up. Three, two, one, go. And I will
0: adjust my sound as I go. I do miss the old Lucasfilm limited production. I
1: do. Though I
0: will say, it was so nostalgic to see it again over the, like, the final episode of Clone Wars, like, when they got to Siege of Mandalore. That was just, like, so damn nostalgic. <laughs> so I remember seeing that for the first time in theater, too. I will say, this opening was hilarious, because I was watching it again on 1.5 speed, so they were just like, zip, 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 zip going through the field. <laughs> Teak the fast guy moves very fast in 1.5 speed, so I'm excited right. to see how fast he no- moves in normal speed.
1: Okay, so what's the you know what the Wilford Brimley Willow connection is? Hmm. Wilford Brimley was in in um, Cocoon, which was directed by Ron Howard.
0: Ah, that was actually that was we, the movie we read he directed.
1: Yeah, and Joe Johnson was also a uh, executive producer or a, some 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 form of producer. In, uh, in Willow.
0: We talked about that when we did that background stuff because uh, George Lucas was like, i like this cocoon film. Come do Willow." Wow, my <laughs> my George Lucas impression is horrible. <laughs> I am George Lucas. Brand this this,
1: film. this font is I totally think they this is totally the Ewok Ewok font, and it will and it shows up in all the. All the visual stuff for the Ewok cartoons, too. So I think they made a whole font just for Ewok stuff. So it's like a legit Star Wars font.
0: (laughs) You know, uh, totally unrelated to Ewoks in any way, shape, or form. Is Helvetica like just not a normal font anymore? Because I went to go meet some, make some stuff for possibly by store soon, and my Microsoft Word, nor my Paint, nor Canva, which I use a lot, had Helvetica font, and I was like, is that not a normal font? Am I a crazy person? So I had to go actually searching for Helvetica font. This is a very interesting start to this movie, isn't it boring? <laughs> talking about Helvetica font. God, I forgot about their
1: <laughs> soulless eyes. Yeah, no, I, I don't have an answer for that, Hope. I don't know. I got Helvetica <laughs> font and all my and all my things that have in in my like I do photoshop like this, and stuff
0: I do like this little establishing thing of the slingshot because i completely forgot about it until the final moment of the movie and i was like oh yeah the thing from the front you dumb bitch i gotta go to real school
1: well they had slingshot the slingshot's not a total total character Or, you know, a total, like, mystery. Because they they were using their slingshots in Jedi, too, in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: But as a story thing, yeah. I like that they kept her dumbass headband, too.
1: What's funny is, with what happens in this, in the next ten minutes here... For the amount of crying she did in the last movie.
0: <laughs> I know, right? She hardly
1: does any crying till the end of this movie. <laughs>
0: and then, I, and I, it was like that moment, I was like, there it is! It's a Miwok movie now! Yep, there it is. No, I, Okay, so I was actually really surprised by this opening, because <laughs> yeah. like, I was not, A, not expecting this, but also, like, Mace, who has this amazing character journey in the first movie, where he goes from a little shitbag To a decent human being, has this amazing character journey, and he gets fucking blown up. And I was like, "What the hell?"
1: It was very. It's very. Now I have to watch it. I'll watch it again when it comes up here. But it's very unclear. Like you're not like it was very unclear. Yay! There they are. It
0: was very unclear what.
1: It was very unclear that he was dead. That he got killed. It wasn't. It wasn't filmed very clearly as to what happens to to Mace. No, it's, but it's
0: her. uh It's her wristband because they have their life right. monitors. So, yeah,
1: the, so yeah. Basically, the the second this. Ewok movie, which I thought was going to be the cuter, lighter one, yeah. opens up with the Mylai massacre. <laughs> basically, in the first ten minutes.
0: Yeah, and they're, all the walks are being taken as slaves, and it's highly emotional, though I do like this part where, he's like, where she's clearly out in the open. He's like, hide here, and leaves her out in the open. And I was like, child, <laughs> crawl under there. <laughs> Stay here, out in the open, where everyone can see you. Ah!
1: <laughs> I've got a leg to hump.
0: Mommy's dying. Well, the mom didn't do it that much in the first movie anyway, so I might as well... They didn't sure. even have
1: to bring the actress back, because they just have somebody, and somebody, see? She's just yeah, an actress. Yeah, I
0: just, just there. The I was Wicked so shocked know, by this, though, because I was like, hey, it's Mace! And then I was like, no, Mace! That's kind of the thing, too, like, that's a good, subtle acting from him. He was, like, what? Remember, like, 16 or something like that?
1: Yeah. And
0: he, like, had that moment of just, like, oh, God, I'm in the midst of a battle. And it was quiet and it was subtle. And we kind of looked down at his blaster, like, oh, my God. But, like, uh, I Yeah, this entire, like, first movie, like, first time took me by fucking surprise. I gasped. I fucking gasped when they exploded. And just looking down and seeing the two lights go off. I just uh and then she goes to her father and has this emotional moment. I was like, what the hell is this? Clone Wars? Like, what's going on? I love her outfit by the way. It's ridiculous. <laughs> that breastplate is stupid as oh, fuck. She, she's
1: it. she just got back from the Renaissance fair.
0: Apparently. Like. <laughs> Such a dumb breastplate. I love his mask though. That's like a border, but it's like clearly rubber. But it's like kind of a nighthill mask from the Republic.
1: I think that's a hilarious scene though because it makes him look less ugly. And then he takes his. Ma- usually the mask is to make you look scarier. And he takes his mask and he's scarier underneath. He's sort of like. Piranha- like I'm just gonna call him Piranha Face.
0: It's like that joke from Gravity Falls, where during Summerween, where Toby is wearing a Halloween mask, they're like, oh, oh, the mask is so much better than your face. <laughs> I do like this kind of whole understanding that they're obsessing thinking that this power core is magical, but it's just a piece of technology, but they don't understand that. And they think it's magic, which I think is a really cool concept when you start getting into, like, you know, the, like, Jedi and stuff like that, of, like, mysticism well, it, versus technology?
1: Well, it's funny because uh, they're, they're existing with magical, you a in a planet with magical fairies. And where he's got his, his number, you know, his number one helper is a magical evil, evil...
0: Renaissance lady. Yeah, <laughs> Renaissance, a Renaissance fair lady.
1: Fair lady to, who turns into a magical crow. So... Yeah, so I guess it's just funny that the it's the the te- usually technology like fools people into magic, but these guys are just like are so surrounded by magic that they think everything's magic.
0: Yeah, it's it's a really cool concept.
1: But I also, all, I, all it would have taken was somebody to go like, "Hey, dude, this is a this is a tool. It, it only it's power, but it only is power when you put it in the spaceship, and then." Well,
0: that was the whole point, because they they think that like Sindel is this princess that understands it, and she's just like, uh, I don't know how to work a spaceship. I'm five, which is actually really a a, a a neat little plot point, because they think that she can be like unlock the secrets of this magical object, and she's like, I'm I don't know how to drive. I also was not expecting this emotional of the scene in the first nine minutes of the Dammy Ewoks movie.
1: <laughs> Good. Good, cause you know what, there's, it, uh, you're not oh. expecting it in an Ewoks movie, but there that, this this stuff is it's intense for kids, but th- this is not. I mean, this is what fairy tales often I mean, start no, like this.
0: It's <laughs> so no different from like a lot of early like darker Disney movies. Disney, like, Disney-
1: movies, Bambi.
0: Yeah, like, Disney moved into, like, this, like, weird phase where they were just like, oh, we can't be dark. I mean, we talked a lot about that when we were going through Gravity Falls. Like, about how um, Alex Hirsch really pushed back against the narrative of, like, horror has always been in Disney. But for some reason, the company has pulled back on that. So this is not anything that a kid who grew up watching early Disney, and even, like, the dark times of Disney, like, didn't understand. And I actually really like the shot where the dad dies. It's just his hand, and it's chilling. Like that's a chilling scene, and it's not graphic, but it kind of is.
1: I For mean like that was. I thing. mean this. It, it, like at least there was like a year between these movies, a year or two between these movies. But like, if a little kid saw the first Ewok movie, that this is a this is definitely a traumatic beginning.
0: Mm-hmm. Blurbs! just like will we'll, we'll, I love raise. that they're
1: blurgs and I love that they're stop motion animation. Well,
0: we'll definitely. Oh, this is so creepy. Like, "Oh, she's like six Leave her alone. You creep." Um, my child. Oh, the wheels. Look at the wheels. They're like giant
1: trees. Yeah, they're just probably they're just cross sections of big big ass trees. Yeah,
0: that's so cool. I just noticed that. And and,
1: um, and the rib cage of an animal. Uh,
0: yeah, you, I'll definitely Look. mention this again when we get to the Mandalorian in a couple weeks, but I just like saying the word blurg. I just like going blurg. Because it looks like, like somebody was just like, that's the sound that they make. The, the yes. creatures just go blurg and we're going to call them that. Like a Pokemon. It's so, not like they looked at Pikachu and Pikachu was like, Pikachu! And they're like, I'm going to call you Steve. Um, <laughs> no, no. Just the, they go berg, and that makes. I like that shot too. Like the animal head, that's clearly styrofoam. Yeah.
1: no, this 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 has a lot more creative direction and cinematography in it. it. It it's definitely, I it's Lucasfilm. So both of the both of these adventures were totally like storyboarded out, they're special effects heavy. But this one really like it has more it has more personality to it. You know. I think the
0: difference for me is where the first one was focused on a single character's journey being Mace. This has a stronger story. Because the whole story of the first one was go rescue the parents and Mace has a character journey. But this is like a lot more complex like our village was burned down. Um, Sindel is now an orphan, they have to meet Noah, who then becomes their friend to go visit- to save the Ewoks. And there's also an evil sorcerer, like, this one has a much more complex plot. I guess- cause I can't even really say that Noah has a character arc, because right away we realize, he might be a curmudgeon, but he's kind. He, he's kind from the beginning. He's not a bad person, so even he doesn't really have a character arc, and no one really does.
1: You know, so, you know what I also realized? He might be younger than I am now, when he made this movie. Look at his face! Look at his face when 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 he gets here. He, when he shows up, he's 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 pretty young in this. <laughs> he's just got white hair, and he's kind kind of heavy. He's very much like my friend Kevin. Like my friend Kevin looks a lot like Wilford Brimley does in this movie. But like, he was looking at like that when he was like 40 years old. So yeah, like Wilfred Brimley could be like 45, 46 years old in this movie. But he's just one of those guys that's always looked like an old... He looks like Santa Claus.
0: I, I do like part of this plot is... Well,
1: Why not just pull up another board?
0: I know! That's exactly what I was about to say. Like, we can only pull up two boards. Yeah. Three would be outrageous.
1: Three would be out, out, totally out of line.
0: Because then they could just drop one by one and skirt off to the side and meet yeah. back like in a rendezvous. Like, that'd be too hard. Her pants bother me, Chris. Sorry. And I think they bother me because they look like leggings. And I'm a very firm believer is that leggings do not equal pants. I, I, It just bothers me when people wear just leggings and Well,
1: not pants. it was the 80s and Star Wars was really embraced it wasn't as much legging like today to these days that that sort of thing would be like yoga pants leggings uh associated but in this it was more with like skiing like yes it's, it's these it's, it's like it just it it like goes right along with like princess leia's aesthetic in in up this return fucking of the jedi really fast. Huh?
0: Get up this mountain so fast! Like they're like, let's go. We're at the base of the mountain, and the guys turn around, and they're up halfway up (laughs) the damn cliff. (laughs) 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 It's like, how did they get up there so fast? They must be Jedi. And then the goons get up there really damn quick too. I wish Dad was here. I don't know though. I don't think these kids are worth climbing up mountain for. So what if two got away? They're babies. We don't need any more food. But dramatic tension.
1: Hopefully these guys can find their way back to their own caravan.
0: Of courage?
1: And and another thing. Thank I you wanna, for
0: not laughing at that dumbass joke. Continue.
1: Another thing I wanna um point out is this movie is not a it's a battle for the freedom of Ewoks and, and in it's not the battle for the planet, and it's not the battle for Endor because Endor isn't even the planet they're on. Yeah. They're on the moon of Endor, so this isn't even a battle for Endor.
0: I it's, it, I, I get that too.
1: It's not even a battle on Endor.
0: Yeah, because I was reading the um the summary, and it's like the evil Tarek has taken over the entire planet. I'm like, but they're not on the planet.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and really has he <laughs> and,
0: and it's like where in the movie did they state i have conquered uh, we, everything on this place except for the Ewoks they all are of this last. is
1: really it, 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 it the most like um i love that shot
0: though it, it,
1: yes it's beautiful at it, it, the craziest this whole thing takes place in like what 20 square miles yeah you know yeah no shit sindel
0: yeah, it no comp- shit, Wicked.
1: <laughs> Thank you. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to do a. we s we're gonna have to do a skin glider. I thought
0: that too! I was like I was like, oh Sindel, no,
1: so we're gonna need some skin.
0: <laughs> I thought that, too. I was like, oh, it's the return of the skin glider. Oh, I forgot to say it. Look, every
1: everything's look laying us. around except for the skin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I forgot to say at the beginning of it. This is our last film of Warwick Davis month. Oh, now I can. Now we can officially have the commentary. Everything else before this is bullshit. It's fine. Oh, the skin. What did he sew everything together with? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Though I will say,
1: it's a fairly as, simple design. It's a. It's pretty. Uh,
0: but it's also a very nice callback to the first movie because his father was showing him how to make it. So yep. it's a nice kind of callback to show that like Wicked was like paying attention and like learned this from his dad because um, even though the bit really doesn't do anything it's just escape the dragon and then they go find Noah like this doesn't affect a plot at all but it's a good little moment to show like Wicked growing and learning stuff from his dad and then applying it in the next movie so I, I do like that about it I also don't know how he missed the giant fucking dragon in front of him.
1: well you can almost see the different lighting in this shot here and I was like oh that's a thing because yeah. the, the way it's, it's, I'm like, there's a special effect sitting there for no reason. It's got to have a, it's Chekhov's special <laughs> effect.
0: I do like the design of the dragon, though.
1: I like that the dragon is nah. is not hanging on, ha- hanging on strings like the spiders. <laughs> I learned that lesson. <laughs>
0: Those goddamn spiders! They just showed up, they're
1: like,
0: I'm gonna get ya. More-
1: Those were the really only horrible special effect in that, but they were really horrible. And this one doesn't have anything that's like like a really shitty effect. Yeah. This guy looks like I. It's on like on the tip of my tongue. There's an old horror movie with a with a with a stop motion monster that looks very similar to this. And they're probably just pay, playing tribute, paying tribute to, especially since Joe Johnson's involved in this too. That's that's also that's also from Harry. How this like, just the 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 tribute to Ray Harryhausen going on here is is great. Ah,
0: look at that! That I love her flying off with it. Just that kind of like Arr!
1: It looks like he's got her by the hair. Yeah. But like when you see it, he's got her by her, her, her clothes, but like it's just like, oh shit <laughs> And no and I mean this movie's already killed off her parents, so it's like it might have her by the hair. That's a great shot where it just shows how he gets above them with how he does the sort of Yeah. This is a nice little sequence, although it you know, the green screen or blue screen actually in these days technology you can see the seams with it, but it's still a nicely, yeah. nicely filmed little sequence. It flows really well.
0: Yeah, like, like I was saying, like it doesn't contribute to anything in the overall story, but it's, it's great to look at and it's fun.
1: Well, that's yeah. That's the thing is this, this, this movie is, is more like. <laughs> that's just like so cheesy, but. I
0: love her legs just sticking through. Oh, they're about. They should be dead in a minute. It. it is oh yeah, minute. yeah, 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 yeah yeah just but, like they didn't do it. there's
1: no cut here they just must have crashed it and had the two actors come bounce out this is really nice and they blam. should be dead yeah oh they probably
0: just stuck some mannequins on it and then threw it oh yeah it.
1: yeah for sure
0: i do like the creepiness of the scene though like the yeah. monster is still crying and they have to find a place to hide and like you can still hear it like screaming in the distance and everything's still kind of uh dark and i just i like the aesthetic of this like it's very like, forest now like, that
1: i have the the um whatchamacallit's the the subtitles and i see that it's named the the what was it the mandurg i wasn't man treague oh he's so Mantriguing. <laughs> Is that what is that what women say when they meet like an intriguing man? Do they say he's very man triguing? We
0: got you some more I'm going to steal that from here on out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now here we go into here we go into some is this a shot? No. You know what I kinda wish they did at some point?
0: I wish that there was like a moment where Zindel took off her bracelet. Like, because on one hand, like, it's a reminder of her parents, but it's also a reminder of her parents. And I think yeah, it would be kind of
1: cool. She's a think... little kid. I would see a little kid would be like, no. Like, you would have yeah. to drag that thing off a little kid, yeah. you know? Like, if you're a teenager or an adult, you would have to be like, I got to move past this. Yeah. Uh, this is, I'm just torturing myself with this.
0: Yeah. I think that'd be cool, like, if if there was ever, like, an adult thing. I do like Teak. I thought Teak would be, like, an annoying sidekick. But no, Teak's actually a lot of fun. And I like that he's fast, and he runs around, and he's somewhat sentient. (laughs) Got you! (laughs) Like, I, I like that he's kind of sentient, too, and... Um He's fun. I thought he was just going to be annoying. He's very, I, he's
1: very sentient. He's more, he's, he's sentient. He, he understands he, like English. You know, like he understands, yeah, like what everybody's yeah. saying to him, it's okay. and just he, and
0: he's very expressive and. Yeah, I really like him as a character. I thought he was going to be like an Olaf, but nah, he's like a really good supporting character. That actually functions in the story other than being comedic. Because a lot of times when you make side characters, they're just like comedic. And we, we talked actually a little bit about this in Willow with the Pixies. Um, the, the Pixies had one function, and then they just kind of were there for the rest of the movie, and they didn't really do anything really for the rest of the movie. They didn't really do anything. Yeah, and Batik actually serves a function, and they're using this time to show his speed, so you understand what that function is. But he's also still a fun comedic little character. So like, I feel like this is kind of how like, is
1: he, how is he on one point five speed?
0: <laughs> very fast. Yeah, it was just like pew, and I was like, I actually had one point because I I was uh, my cat was sitting with me, and I looked down and I looked up, and he was gone, and I was like, whoa, where'd he go? <laughs> Stop. he actually kind of looks like he's normal, moving normal-ish in normal space
1: yeah he's not really moving that fast but it's the I think what really sells his speed is the sound the sound of it the little click 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 yes. of his feet it's kind of a weird goofy sound and as it goes on in the movie you just sort of get used to it kind of like it and as a kid it probably was just like awesome <laughs> he's so excited
0: he's like come to my house guys I like also that they, they walk in, they're like, this place sucks. Let's clean it up. And Noah gets back like, who the fuck cleaned all my shit? <laughs>
1: well, they're like, this place has obviously been abandoned for years.
0: <laughs>
1: There's a lot of earth stuff laying around.
0: Oh, the what gets me is when Noah's suiting up at the end and he has the very real plastic yeah, clicks, clipper, like the, the things that click together. And it just... That you use with, like, bike helmets and, like... And you just put it together. I laughed. I laughed so hard.
1: Look, that goes over a light. An outdoor light.
0: That's a hubcap, sort of. With stuff on it. (laughs) That's an oil funnel. But now it's a hat! I'm a wizard! (laughs) (laughs) Chris, I just watched that. what we do in the shadows where they go out with the baron of the town and they drink the blood of drugged people and they're like, We drank the bloods and I am a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> really enjoying it. Good morning.
1: You're still on the first season, right?
0: Yeah, we're doing an episode. Oh, the v, sec- the second the second
1: season is even better. It, it, yeah. it, it season the second season takes it up a notch. Yeah. It's
0: yeah, yeah. We're on a um, The Baron just was well spoiler, but it's like episode four and it's three seasons in. Um the Baron just got offed by accident by Guillermo.
1: Don't cut the Baron out.
0: Oh, okay. Good to know.
1: Another thing that's neat about this is the inside of this house and the outside of this house actually kind of match up.
0: Yeah, it's not like the Space, full house house. Yeah, where, spatially, yeah. Yeah, where, like, something like the full house house where it's like there's no way those rooms would fit inside that thin-ass house. Um, yeah.
1: Well, they, we they just they watched for another thing. show that, that movie Malignant and they had a house in that that was like a regular, you know, two-story house and then when you... <laughs> Get inside of it, it's just like this sprawling mansion.
0: I love Noah. I really love this character. I, I'm always a sucker for like an old curmudgeon that with a hot heart of gold. Like I just love this character type. And I like
1: how he's given a he's given a, a sort of Star Wars adventure. His outfit is very like non-Wilford Brimley-ish, you know. It's been, yeah. He's a really good actor and like, you know, he's like he I think him the diabetes meme has really like, you know, made him seem like campier than he is, but he's a really good actor. And
0: has has Wilford Brimley Rimley ever played Santa Claus? Because I did have that thought that he think would he play has,
1: but he could he, he
0: would make he made he would have made a really good Santa Claus.
1: He would have been an iconic Santa Claus, yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's probably played it in a skit or in a commercial at some point but I don't think there's ever been like a Santa Claus movie with Wilford. I mean, yeah, look at the guy.
0: Grimley. <laughs> if so anybody
1: has diabetes, it's Santa Claus. Oh,
0: anyway. no. Oh, he died last year. Oh,
1: Santa Claus. No, oh, Wilford Grimley. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who, Santa Claus? <laughs> yes, yeah, Santa's dead. Sorry that this is coming out like the week before the week before and it's
1: been a it's been a rough couple of years. Hope, you know, I, I'm ready. I'm, you know, I'm yes, ready for uh, to hit me.
0: But this either came out the week of or the week before Christmas. We you know, he is now officially <laughs> dead. Sorry guys, we ruined Christmas for you.
1: Hey, hey. Okay, so he's well. never
0: played Santa Claus, but there if, is a good YouTube... the Breaking
1: news that Santa Claus died comes, it would be it would definitely be in this movie where they wipe out her whole family at the beginning. So <laughs>
0: He's never played Santa Claus, but there is a YouTube video of Wilford, Wilford Brimley reading The Night Before Christmas. Oh,
1: so that okay. would
0: probably be quite excellent term to watch.
1: He does the vo- He does Santa Claus's lines in it, then.
0: Yes. I love it, because this is what I like about this, like, he puts all the ideas in Teak's head. He was like, you better not give those kids food. I'm yeah. going to turn my back to you. And like, he knows that Teak goes outside. And, like, he sees it, and he watches it. And I, I love it. I love how, like, he's like, you better not, Teak. I'm going to strategically look away. And that's what I like about it. Like, it's it's very much of, like.
1: Oh, the thing he wants most in the world is for the is for that Ewok and that little kid to bunk up in his house. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> that's what he wants more than anything. He just doesn't want them to know that he, he knows it, you know. Yeah. And that he wants it, you know. Which is smart. Pers- Keep him on the, you know, keep him on the uh, defensive.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that I care.
1: I like that his window is also like the Millennium Falcon or like a, or a, I mean, a um, TIE fighter sort of window. Mm-hmm. It's not made out of a TIE fighter window, but it's the same, same sort of shape. Which makes me think that just might be sort of a standard window shape for some reason in the Star Wars galaxy, like the traditional window shape. I
0: just wish
1: I would have never done anything wrong. I
0: wish I had been the best keeper ever Wicket knows Boy Scout tricks. I do, and then he
1: sits on it. I love the whole. Have you seen the whole Girl Scout Bigfoot thing going on lately? No there's uh there's like a meme going around where somebody's like you know the there's only two kind of people that like are you know that the bigfoot lets himself be known to and one is the girl scouts you know because they have pure enough attention or pure enough intentions that the bigfoots will let them be interact with them but you know they they're sworn to secrecy and then the answer to that is like hi i've been a girl scout leader for you know 30 years and i just want to say that this is you know not true at all and if there's any ex-girl scouts out there who want to say anything about it you know they should maybe remember any oaths that they took when they were younger
0: oh that's so sweet as an ex-girl scout, I find that awesome. That's the kind of stuff that I would if I was like still like 9 in a girl scout, I would've been like, "Yay, Bigfoot."
1: Then the next week we hear about like 40 girl scouts mauled by a Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> here, here's the world's roughest pillow that we have laying around here in this house with this giant man I guess he, it could have been one of his pillows. But I man, do. that's that's a that's a sad pill This is some s- sad sleeping accommodations for them.
0: I do but like if- that little moment where she's like, what's your name? Noah. Good night, Noah. Good night. <laughs>
1: I would have laughed if he blew out that candle and all the wisties came flying out of it. Like, woo, finally.
0: <laughs> I do like that they change everything to like black and white. Because at first I was like, this is yeah. bad lying. And then I was like, "Oh no, she's having a dream."
1: Yeah, and technically, I would say this is the first dream sequence in a, in Star Wars, right?
0: Ah, uh, did this come out after the Dagobah forest? Well, do we count that as a dream sequence? That's and not
1: like... a dream sequence. That's yeah. just a, That's just a force vision.
0: Yeah. Ah, uh, may.
1: Maybe. This is very similar to a dream sequence in, uh, in uh, American Werewolf in London. Oh, don't worry, kid. You got PTSD. I yelled at you
0: half the day, and now I'm gonna hug you. Come here, yeah. baby. Oh, no it's gonna look after you now. Have my, have my. Do you want my gold? Have all my gold, child. Here's my ship. You want all this? To, I'm going to take care. Here, don't be sad. Here. See?
1: And I mean, like, within three years, Wicket, Wicket's playing a full adult in Willow with a wife and kids. Sure they are diabetes. Sure they are. Yeah, look at them. They gotta go.
0: <laughs> I do like the design of the house too. It's it's. I like that it's built into the tree. Um like oh, it I looks s- like it looks like he just like cut off the top of the tree and like just built it into the root system.
1: It was an it's an old dead tree, and he just built a roof on t- hollow, hollowed it out. It was already hollowed out, and he hollowed it out more, and just put a roof on it. It's I would, I would kill to live in one of those. I was <laughs> oh I was, yeah, I was looking at dumpster living the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Wicked keeping all these spears he's making?
0: Up his button around the corner. No, sorry, <laughs> but we're five years old. We'll find them as five. I love that transition of like, we'll find them here <laughs> I love
1: in that Camelot. It's just a model. Here's a this, that's a, this is a nice shot from that was probably a model or a real castle, and then they just cut into the into this.
0: I'm losing my mind right now, Chris. Oh my gosh. So you know the ship I was telling you about that I made up for the High Republic that are going to be the main characters of the next book? Or was this someone else else? Anyway, I made up this ship for my fan fiction with two of the characters. And the author of the, the book that the two characters appeared in just retweeted it. And I was just like, stop teasing me, Daniel. You're going to get my hopes up. Yeah, I, this, this, I, I, so what I like about the scene is this scene elevates the sorceress from mustache twirling vision, a villain, to an actual gray character, because she's clearly not good, but she fears him. He's got
1: something over her somehow. Yeah, like, I mean, when when she turns into the crow one time, he, he has a ring, but he usually doesn't have a ring. So it's not her, like he's not holding her. He's somehow he's got something he's holding over, her, though.
0: Yeah, because that was my thing. Like, like, what's stopping her from turning into a crow and just fucking out of there and just fucking Flying right over to
1: the other side of the planet and just having a normal life?
0: Yeah, and so, like, that is that is where I wish, like, we had just, like, a smidge more with her. But I like that scene, because she's clearly scared of him. And, like, so she's, she's doing all these evil things, not because she is twirling a mustache and equally evil. She's doing these things because it actually affects her, and uh, she has a reason to be doing it.
1: Um, I think she's still evil, but... Yeah, yeah.
0: But it it gives her a lot more shading. Yeah, I like like little little...
1: touches, like how he just chucks his walking stick there. And and it's just little touches like that of him doing things that, like, and the way he does them, like, he's done them a thousand times before.
0: Oh, just, like, the little thing that I also like, um, where he's walking, um, like, when he's coming back in the last scene, and he just kicks the rock off the bridge. But it's also a very kind of dramatic, like, whimsical kick. So, it's just, like, it's a nice little touch like that, too. They're gonna be trouble. Go find them, Teak.
1: Eating all the food in the house, being all cute and adorable.
0: Making me love them. How dare they? I made you you get two beds now, Teak. I live with you every day, and I forgot how big you were. Have these two beds. Yeah. You know what Teak reminds me of? In the face, Mickey Mouse, in the way that oh, where most things of Mickey Mouse, um, he doesn't frown, so he always has a perpetual smile on his face. Yes. Um, and so he can't. Um, I, I was actually watching this in a, but like you know that, that's changed and stuff. Like there's been other things where like Mickey frowns and sad is sad and stuff like that. And it reminded me of a video I was watching of the Nostalgia Critic going through the first Barney movie and describing like why Barney wasn't a good puppet because he can't emote. He always smiles. He, even in scenes that are supposed to be a little bit down and sad, he can't emote that because he can't change his face. And what I like about Teek is even though he's kind of stuck in this smile um, in the mouth, they, he's very expressive with his eyes. Like, they do a really good job with his eyebrows to show if he's upset or scared. So, like, like where, like where he's an eye puppet where everything is in the eyes. And so that's what separates him from, like, the Mickey Mouse suit syndrome where it's just stuck, or, or Barney, where it's just stuck in a smile and they can't mote. Yeah. But he can emote because they do a good job of changing up his eyes.
1: I think Barney can get away with it just on the sole fact that he's playing to like four-year-olds, you know, yeah. two to four-year-olds, you know, the, the youngest possible. So it might even work better that way. Just always having the most non-threatening facade possible by the dreaded And they know also they already cleaned the house lives in a land from which no Ewok has ever returned. He's going to his arc.
0: (laughs) I did have half a thought. I was like, what if he's just working at like Space 7 (laughs) Eleven? Like, I knew that wasn't it, but I didn't have a a funny thing of like, what if he's just going to a very normal human town? And Sindel was like, you mean my family and I could have been here the entire time?
1: That was the twist
0: of the century. (laughs)
1: if this was as uh, horrific as the first 10 minutes he'd be like they'd they'd go and he'd be like i'm fattening up fattening him up for your highness
0: (laughs) i just realized his walking staff has almost like a cat on top i i noticed it looks like it has ears it's like a wolf it has like a muzzle to it
1: yeah everything he has is like like he has that sort of um um, whimsical uh, um, wind wind dial up on the top of his house that has an yeah. animal face on it.
0: Yeah! But is, I just I just saw the ears of like from behind and now yeah it's like a wolf or something. That's so yeah. cool! Awesome!
1: And the way he's walking is almost as if he's shepherding them. It's almost as if, as if yeah. he knows that they're behind him and he's just like because they're not even trying. <laughs> they're just walking behind him.
0: I do like this shot, too, because when I first saw this, I wasn't quite sure if it was a ship right away because it almost looks like a treehouse. Like, just the way that the branches are hiding it until this shot, where else... just I was, sort
1: of grown over it, and he's... Yeah, he's and, until
0: that shot. Because the first shot, it almost looks like a treehouse, like a Tarzan treehouse. But this, I'm like, oh, it's a ship. Cool. But I like that kind of, like, fakeness of it.
1: I legit love the design of this ship. I really like this ship. When this ship finally takes off, I really like its its design. Don't worry mom and dad. Every time they say Star Cruiser, there's a ween song called Star Cruiser and I just hear it Star Cruiser.
0: What are you kids doing? Do? Like, why'd you follow me even though I knew you were here the entire time? Or... The
1: Did we... s-
0: okay, I can't remember because. But we. They used what? his traps in the final battle, right? Because he specifically says, I have even more dangerous traps around here. You need to be careful. But I can't remember if they actually used his traps in the final Somebody battle. Somebody does or not.
1: get caught in another one of the. the I remember uh, that. Snares.
0: Yeah, but I can't remember if they, because I I thought that was going to be a thing of like, oh, the final battle, and they're back here. They're going to be using all of his really dangerous drugs but I can't actually remember if they did anything. Look, it's (laughs) Tross.
1: It really looks like they used a little bit of uh, Millennium Falcon sets. I was thinking
0: that. that too. That's where I kind of was kind of joking because I was like, "Look, it looks at the inside of the um, Death Star <laughs> <coughs> destroyed."
1: I really like the look of this uh, beat-up spaceship.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's been there. It seems a long time from the amount of either that or his ship. Well, he's kind of a slob, too. So his ship was probably just kind well, of scroungy anyway.
0: Well, we also know he's been there for a long time because his friends are bones.
1: Yes, that's true.
0: And I doubt that, you know, unless it's like in water with animals eating it or something like that. It takes a while well, for I a body to turn into some, bones.
1: There's some Moon of Endor roaches that probably uh, worked on him for a little bit. I'm, I yeah, imagine. But I'm, I mentioned Endor has some pretty, uh, right. Endor is sort of the Australia of yeah. Now, look at him. Now he's like playing, now it's like jam session.
0: I'm laughing because I, w- I was about to say, yeah, and some mice, but I definitely said, yeah, some rice. The rice got the body and paired nicely well, with some rice.
1: Uh, A little, little yub yub going here, to join the caravan without them. Travelers can never cross
0: the vast expanses of the Indoor Moon. And then the building exploded and everyone died.
1: Yeah, I know. It's like with the beginning of this, you just expect everything, even stuff that's just like light comedy like that to go horribly wrong somehow.
0: You know, for a kid actor, I like this song. Because a lot of times when kid actors sing, they're just, like, squeaky. But this is actually, like, a very, like, nice, honest song.
1: Yeah. no. It sounds
0: like a song, like, from, like, a nice little kid. I don't know why, like... Cindy Lou Who from the live-action Jim Carrey Grinch movie is coming to mind. Um, But, like, when they write these songs, they put them in a very high range. So where they're just, like... Where are you, Chris? they get, like, really squeaky. And I'm like, yep. why are you writing a child in that high of a range? Just put them on, like, a nice, firm middle C, where it's, like, in their vocal range. I don't understand why they write kids having these, like, very high-pitched squeaky sounds.
1: Cause, it, Well, because it just sort of, sort of logically seems that would be the way, but it's not. It's like, have them sing it in a normal register and let the natural squeaks come through. Yeah. From the kid, you know, and then, then it's more charming. Is. Yeah, yeah. She's really singing. She's just like she's not being sing song about it. She's she's singing it. It's yeah, this movie's better like better directed, better written. The yeah, remember how like just the dialogue in the last movie was like so basic it was almost as if it was a first run through on the dialogue and they' like and they were like yeah we'll do another few passes on it and you know make it more you know naturalistic or you know detailed or whatever but th- yeah this this is just a I mean I enjoyed the last movie too I mean it was it was more of just sort of a um hanging out on the moon of endor. This one is Actually, more of a developed story.
0: And then that's what I was saying earlier. Like the first one was like really exploring the character of Mace. You it was a character story for him. But this one is like a plot story for everybody. Like there's Yeah.
1: No, the last one really like I mean the the planet itself was sort of a major character in it. It was yeah. a lot of it was just sort of like getting established in world building here and this one it just is is inhabit the stories inhabiting the world
0: and a lot of the visuals like we see the crow so we know that this is the lady but it's not like explicitly told to us of like oh i hear a lady but it's the crow blah 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 it's like it's all visual storytelling of there's the crow and now she's hearing singing i wonder who that could be I just realized there's a skin on the... For their next skin glider on the stairs.
1: This is going to sound really weird, but this place, this treehouse reminds me a lot of my dad's house. (laughs) I should have taken more pictures of the inside of my dad's house. That stairway up to the second floor.
0: I also think this is a really good movie for Wicket. Where the last one where I feel like Wicket was kind of in the background because he was, like, one of several Ewoks, he actually has a very active role in this one. And I, I think this is, like, and again, he doesn't have a massive character journey or anything, but I like having him in this active role because I was actually surprised in the last movie that Wicket being the only character from the movies actually didn't really do a lot. And in this one, he does a lot. And I, I really enjoy this um, for him as well.
1: Well, what you, a see, crash. you see in this one how how like how important warwick davis is to like anyone couldn't have played wicket and you really you're in a suit where you don't get to do a lot of expression outside of body language and and stuff like that and uh but he just has his own body language yeah. and it feeds into the character and the way they write wicked is very simple too but he has a personality type he's like one of he's like that that just agreeable person you know like a bright little uh, a bright um a, agreeable little sidekick kid you know he yeah. reminds me a lot of the kids of restaurant owners that i've known that are very independent and uh je- and like that's Wicket's thing is he he works well with others you know that's and that's sort of what he did in in jedi and what seemed like really which are simple like sort of story beats and stuff but man it's amazingly more consistent than i ever remembered it being you know and yeah it works a lot like i i saw a thread where people were like talk about movies that you saw when you were a kid that haven't stood up and i think to myself it's hard to think of movies as much and don't stand up as to movies that i actually like better as i get older she looks like right out uh what what is that what actress am i thinking of
0: i don't know but i do have a point i was waiting for you to finish saying um but it has nothing to do with what's happening on the screen right now. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to say I like this in between costume for Noah, because um, it's very clear he just threw on some pants and a tunic,
1: because yeah.
0: um, he doesn't have his belts, he doesn't have his like shoulder strap. Like it's it, I like that they didn't, like fully redress him in his character costume because practically that they usually take too much do time.
1: that.
0: Yeah, and he it's very clear he just threw on pants and
1: a tunic. Who's the woman who sells goop?
0: Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow! Yeah, she looks like <sighs> Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, that's that's sad. Talking? I do I do like how her robe is practically um freaking angel wings. Time. <laughs> the unicorn turned into a black horse. That means that's evil. Look at that mannequin.
1: <laughs> she should have known the unicorn was fucked up when it was tied up too. You don't have tied up unicorns. Yeah. If you're I- a- if you're a lovely Galadriel lady, is that the the yeah woman from Lord of the Rings?
0: It is. Because then we a have nice this Lucasfilm
1: uh, wipe right there.
0: Because then we have this scene with his. I, oh, this is what I was talking about earlier, um, with his very real modern plastic clip things. But yeah, like this is like. It's clear that he just threw out some pants and stuff, because he has to actually put on everything else now, as they get ready. I love those buckles. But before she will join the we gotta suit up! Click! <laughs> Confirm. Star Wars has plastic things like that. Come on, Tick! I actually did think for half a second that Teak wasn't coming. I was like, "Go, go!" Oh yeah, okay, we gotta do the effect. Go.
1: <laughs> well, you gotta figure if it if it was if you were really a character like him, you'd wait till they got like a half hour down the road because you'd be like, "Screw it! I'm just gonna be like waiting, watching the like who knows with his um, you know it, maybe he he also like his metabolism makes it just seem like everybody's in slow motion all the time. <laughs>
0: he does have kind of a quick silver silver feel to him. Yeah. Um, I, I was actually almost expecting a slow motion scene. Um, no, but like, I actually also thought like Teek would follow the horse and then like run back to them and then follow and run and follow and run. And just like, as they got closer, like the distance would get shorter because they got closer. Um,
1: yeah, and this is a scene where where her character really like shows her great, and she's realizing this kid's in the same boat as me. Yeah. <laughs> we have no idea how to make this guy's power thing work, and we're both kind of screwed, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. I really like the sorceress in this. This sorceress is kind of has the gray shading that I wish the sorceress in Willow had. And I like Tarek in this, too. He's for as ugly as he is, he is kind of charming in this scene where he's like smoothing this over and just being like, "Yeah, like I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna hurt you, kid. You know, we're all friends here." And she's just like, shit. <laughs> and like finally when she's just like, "Bullsh," I don't know what they're doing. That's when he turns evil. But I actually like his character work in this. I think he's has some nice little subtle charmingness to him. For as ugly as he is. <laughs> And here's the turn. This is where he turns more into the monster.
1: (laughs) Well, he's always been the monster. He just pretends to be nice to get his way, but...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's nicely done, because he could have started with... He could have opened the scene with, Oh, you're here! Make this work. But no, he tries a sweet talker, (coughs) which is a choice. It's a a really nice acting choice for this actor. Or in script.
1: I think they really need a heavy in this... But I think it would have been fun if he was kind of Hondo-like. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, li- like more charming, you know. Yeah. And and that like charming, and then as it goes along, he builds up to the pure angry evil. But in a kid's movie like that, I like that they have one l- like little short marauder. One little person marauder.
0: I like that the short marauder is the one that chases the blurgs later. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize the rock had kind of like a face in it. <laughs> Excuse me. I guess the rocks are mile markers to the bad place because that exact same rock is outside of the moat when they get there. So I guess there are mile markers to the castle. <laughs> in case you ever wanted to not know how to get to the evil castle.
1: That looms in the distance. Uh, yeah, it's... right? <laughs> Look
0: at that it's model. Pro- it's
1: probably like a two foot tall model right there with some forced perspective on it.
0: God, this is such a great scene. She's like, it's a fucking power cord. It's technology. Just plug it in. And I like the reveal that the friend is dead. Oh, her bracelet is off. I just realized that. It's right there hanging. Look at that. Wait, no, those are binders. Sorry, sorry, sorry. She's still wearing her bracelet. Those are just binders. Never mind, never mind. You know what I actually would have really liked as a twist? If Salik was actually the bad guy. Like his search just kind of drove him into this tyrant, and he was just like, "I'm never leaving. I'm gonna take over." That'd be. A- I'm like
1: I'll the wizard. Help. Yeah, it's sort of like the Wizard of Oz or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that would have been a really crazy twist because then that fight at the end with between like Noah and Tarek would have been like so much more emotional of just like you look what you've become and he's like we've been and he could have been like i've been stranded here for so long i had to make something of myself and noah's just like well i didn't become an asshole like you
1: i i really kind of more expected it to um um be Salik in a cell still alive just really old uh, that's what i figured was gonna happen
0: but no, I'm actually kind of glad that they didn't go with that angle, cause cause that's what's expected in a kids movie like this, which would be yeah. he would still be old and he'd be like, you know, Noah is Noah okay? Um, and like, no, it's he's fucking dead.
1: I'd always ever... just assume this movie would be like a downhill, less lower budget version of the first one, so I never bothered watching it. And now it's it's funny. It's like it's, it's far superior.
0: Can I make a hot take? My hot take is I enjoyed this more than Cross.
1: <laughs> oh well, yeah, that's not that hot a take. This is m- way more coherent of a movie on just the most basic level. Wow. Look at, see this. Well, I guess it's pretty fast, but it's just.
0: But I like it's it's slower than his normal fast because he's climbing up a rope. Which is a little bit more of an I, I like that little juddery too right there. Yeah. Like he just scampers over. They didn't have to do that. That's
1: just a nice no. little shot. There's lots of that's that's a Lucasfilm trademark is doing stuff that they don't have to do, but like on T V you expect it a lot or a lot less. But then again, this was getting released in movie theaters too. So it also had to be at least like in other countries worth the price of admission at the kitty matinee. Yeah.
0: I also enjoy that we never see what's in the water. We can just kind of assume.
1: Yeah. You know it's something like, you know, piranha-like, and maybe it's maybe it's it's the the thing that was in the trash. Maybe it's baby marauders are like little piranhas in the water until they mature enough to...
0: Oh, I was going to say, maybe it's like the trash monster in A New Hope. You just kind of see the eye and nothing else. Yeah. And it's tentacles, but I mean, um, I like that.
1: There's a scene later on where they don't even bother to do the special effect of the thing coming after them, but their feet in the water do the work enough of it. And and I was watching it, and I was just like, you could you could tell that they cut it. They were just like, okay, we could cut this just enough that like it's still look we and we won't have to actually do a special effect here, mm-hmm. and it works.
0: I think this is a smart little thing too.
1: It's smart. Cut- it's smart, and it's also like. Practical, uh, practical, and uh, like I love that the characters in this movie that are basically kids, and the stand-ins for the kids watching the movie are are just murdering. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> Wicked kid goes on like a like a blazing trail of just like shooting things at the end, just like Pew!
1: Yeah, you ought to see people.
0: Teek, uh, makes two people shoot themselves by making one look like they cheat. I mean, actually, we don't know the equivalent. We know that Wicket's young and the youngest, but we don't know. For all we know, Teek could be, like, a 40-year-old in his species. We don't actually know. Um, I wonder how old Wicket is supposed to be, because all we know is that he's the youngest. So that could be anywhere between, like, 9 to, like, 23. Like, we don't know. We just know that he's young. I I would have to assume, like, upper teenager in Ewok years.
1: Uh ah, It's hard to say.
0: It really is.
1: He really seems like a precocious kid. You know, like 10 years old. I I would say almost 10 years old. Maybe the average age of like yeah, a Star say, Wars kid age.
0: I'd say maybe 12. Because he does have some mature... Like, he knows how to do things. Like, he knows how to build up skin gliders and make spears and hunt.
1: Yeah, but um, a 10-year-old would do that if he lived in the woods, too. It would be like, you know, knowing how to change a cha- chain on your bike and... I do
0: like Teak's to- like use in the scene.
1: I like it's that, awesome. like... He can just sort of hug the wall and everything's just sort of like scroungy and like they have fur bags and stuff. He just sort of blends in.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, But this is what I was saying, like where he's a functioning comedic character. He actually has a role to play in the story. um, And he's a vital part of it. So why would you pour liquid in a sparky thing?
1: Because they have no idea.
0: It's magic.
1: They don't know what electricity is and how Look, it works.
0: Jedi! <laughs> Sorry. Me and the Megan oldest have this trick running... in the book. Yeah, me and Megan have a running joke at the moment you put on a cloak in Star Wars, you're invisible. <laughs> Did I talk about that? The Clone Wars episode where Obi-Wan and Satine are secretly meeting and they're the only ones in the square wearing fucking cloaks. <laughs>
1: It's just two people people in cloaks facing each other, and everybody's like, yeah, nothing's going on there.
0: And they're the only people in the square that have cloaks on, so they automatically stand out like like a sore thumb. (laughs) But no, you put on a hood, and no one knows who you are. Oh, I love Star Wars and its stupidness sometimes.
1: Did you see one of the upcoming things as the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special? No. Yeah.
0: Oh, that sounds fun.
1: Coming up next year in December next December.
0: God, I just realized that guy's jaw is like disconnected from the rest of his face.
1: He kind of looks like the Predator a little bit.
0: Yeah. He does. But like his jaw's like not fully on with the rest of his face.
1: Yeah. He's kind of like Jay Leno mixed with the Predator.
0: This dude must have a really tough butt because I know when I sit on something, i it's one thing if it's flat. Like he sits on a whole arm and I'm like, your butt must be made of rock, dude because how do you not feel feel this? <laughs> yeah, him, his jaw is like not connected yeah. to his face. Actually, I did like this little kid thing here. Of yelling his name, like that's such a little kid. At first, I was like, Oh no, she's gonna yell his name, and I was like, Of course, he, she's gonna yell his name. That's yeah. such a little kid thing to do. And but she learns from it, and she she sees this too because she knows that she's just in just as much trouble. Look, she's dancing around like crazy, and yeah, like okay, so go back to the sorcerers for a second because we're gonna get to the scene. In a minute, but when Sindel is like, "No, don't let the sorceress out. She's evil," it kind of shocked me because the normal s- story mechanic is let her redeem herself. You know, let her join us and help us and redeem. And
1: sindel has been has been very for like a very forgiving. Yeah open character but then again she just lost her family these guys just murdered her family too so and
0: and this woman used her mother's song to trick her right
1: yeah and so, so
0: i actually really like the choice that Sindel was like no that's, fucking leave her she's that's evil. more
1: more realistic for a little kid yeah or for most people anyway <laughs> but a little little kids are very like Oops. just like like the like the um the the life the life bracelets like like, a little kid will be like, I'm never taking this off. I know,
0: I know. we're really running So I just want everybody to know, I'm about a second off. Yeah, I because know. I went to go mute myself, and I accidentally paused myself. Oh, dear God. So from God. Here on out, I'm a second behind.
1: <laughs> oh, dear God.
0: We'll be fine in the last, you know, 30 minutes, which is basically nothing but fighting. So <laughs> yeah, sorry. i meant to mute myself, and I hit the wrong button, so... Yeah, this is such a good scene. Because Wicked has no experience with this woman. So he's like, oh yeah, you're a prisoner. I'll come free you. And Sindel's like, no, fuck her.
1: Not (laughs) this one. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, dude. This This... This reminds me of a college story of mine.
0: (laughs) I'm intrigued.
1: Yes. There was a... um, There was a guy and it was like a really rainy night and we were having a party at our apartment and you know, we had the record player upstairs and we're playing records. And, uh, this guy had just, um, asked a friend of ours if he could get a ride home. And the guy was like, sure, I'll give you a ride home. Where do you live? And in the meantime, another one of my friends noticed that this guy had grabbed this, like, five-record set of mine and was on his way out with it. (laughs) And I came running out, and I was just like, hey, don't give that guy a ride. (laughs) And the guy's like, dude, it's raining. And I'm like, he's got my album. (laughs) The guy was like, oh, fuck you, dude. And I was going to give you a ride home. And then the guy tried to tell me that he, dude, I was in another party, and this guy said he this was his album, and he sent me over here and said you, that that I should get it back, you bring it back to him that you wouldn't mind, and I was just like, no, dude, you just got caught, <laughs> and he goes, can you tell him to give me a ride, and I'm like, no, <laughs> absolutely not.
0: This. Oh, go
1: ahead. Uh, I. I'm just saying back to (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile meanwhile all the action all the shit's going down total side
0: note i really like the the little warning bell that they have to call everybody i just like that design that it's just kind of two chimes hanging off to the sides yeah it's a cool little design that's a good noah line just like oh fuck we've been here all night long (laughs) I like that I like his little throwaway lines.
1: <laughs> Surprise.
0: And then they go on a murder spree.
1: More murder. Why not? I mean,
0: and you know, to be fair, these guys would have murdered them first.
1: Ever they're batting I
0: another good Noah line, like, hey, what'd you know? I got it on the first try. Like that's a good I was gonna Noah say line. they're batting
1: a million with the grappling hook in this in this movie. Yeah. That could have been really gory. <laughs> Noah just goose that wicket. Stunt. St- you can see the zipper real clear on that one. <laughs> yes,
0: you can. Oh, <laughs> Deej. I do wish that Deej did like a touch more in this movie because he has such a good little arc in the first one. But, uh, that's, like, the nittiest of nitpicks.
1: Like, I I bet you they were thinking there might be, like, one of these movies every couple years anyway at this point, so...
0: Well, they commissioned these two movies together, um, and so they were made with the, like, that was the deal, because they did want to just make one, but ABC came to them and was like, well, what if, what if you made two movies, and George Lucas was like, okay.
1: Can one of them be Heidi?
0: <laughs> they fucking leave her ass. I love it. Must be a web there somehow. your gun! Stupid blaster.
1: Uh at least do what you're supposed to do in the movies and throw it at him.
0: <laughs> this fake thing I'm wearing to not get rope burn, but it's my hands. I do like the music too.
1: I think it's almost the. I think it's almost they pretty much just use the exact same music from the last one. But you know,
0: I feel like the music works better in this movie. Though. Yes, it does. Because the first Everything one was just works kind better of
1: in this movie.
0: Yeah, because the first time uh-huh, I'm gonna look this up. Um, because the first time around, uh, the music almost felt like. It was a little bit too much, like like they're like you're supposed to be jaunty right now, but this actually feels like a score. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Well, there's also there's also a lot more going on in this movie. And it's
0: Peter Bernstein. Um, he did both movies. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And I think they just reused. Oh, did Wild Wild
0: West. (laughs) Sorry.
1: But uh, I think in this one there's in the last movie there was a lot of just hanging around. (laughs) you know
0: <laughs> fucking kills his own men
1: why not you got I it actually while.
0: I actually thought he was going to kill her in the scene I don't know
1: now there's too much movie left I thought I really thought she was like cuz usually as they uh, like at this point this would be where she like turns on him
0: yeah that's where I was expecting that they were going to free her and she was going to go with them which is the trope But I I like this thing where he's, like, so gentle. He's like, come here, my dear. Here's your ring back. Everything's going to be okay. And she's like, oh, thank you. I got my power back. And then he yanks it from her. Like, it's so good. He's like, now you're a fucking crow forever. That's impossible to move. It must wait Like, I was not expecting that. He takes the ring back. and, And, again, this is where I wish there was just a touch more. Because what is this ring? Where did it come from? Why is it like an infinity stone? Because when she has it, it, says fine, but when he opens it up, it kills him. Like, is I know. It, where's
1: like... Where's Where's Burl Ives to explain all that shit?
0: Yeah. So like that that is the one biggest gripe I have. In the movie is I wish there was a little bit more around that, but I like the movie. Like it's it's so solid.
1: I well yeah I'm I like that it doesn't have a narrator, but
0: yeah. Oh yeah. Oh God, yeah. I'm. I, I like you, bro. Ives, but my, ew, the narrator was a little bit too much for me in the first movie. It this, the lack of narrator actually kind of elevates it. This actually kind of looks like a Mandalorian set in a lot of ways.
1: doesn't Oh yeah. It? Oh yeah. Well, Lucasfilm has an aesthetic. I mean, yeah. there, there is an aesthetic for Lucasfilm and the only person that really ever fucks with it for the most part until like visions has been George Lucas with like the prequels. he, but still, his aesthetic was there in the prequels, too, but he added to it. But, like, the way that fil- things are filmed and lit and look, it's like, yeah. And the Mandalorian is definitely, like, I know this looks scary. you know, consciously trying to to harken back to this era, too. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's more like the Mandalorian set looks more like a like this feels a very a battle for indoor set <laughs> yeah
0: this feels very willow yes i now that you mentioned like everything happens within 20 miles you're not wrong because they're only like they can run from the castle to noah's spaceship which makes right. me think why did they never find the spaceship to begin with if that's what they were looking for <laughs> i actually thought also that noah was going to shoot the bird because he looks up at it and i was like is he about to is he going to shoot the bird and that's what i thought and i was like it's like a
1: fox owl on the on his
0: (gasps) oh i forgot to look at the staff again
1: it looks like it looks like it's like halfway between fox and owl it's really cool hopefully we'll get another good shot at it keep keep a lookout
0: I know, I wasn't paying attention. Look at
1: that battle blur. Look at how pink and moist the inside of that stop motion blur's mouth looks. It's great.
0: Yeah, they were like five, maybe a couple miles away from the castle the entire time.
1: This is very similar to the battle for the Planet of the Apes movie too.
0: I also, I have to say, I like the practicality of this scene because the whole thing is they get to the thickest bush. So the raiders are actually slowed down because they're bigger. Right. So the blurs can't get through the trees. Um, the the flag bearer has to like drop the flag because he can't get through the underbrush. It's actually a very practical battle strategy because yeah. the, the Ewoks are much smaller. They can get through the thick underbrush faster, and it slows down the raiders to give the Ewoks more time. Like I I, I like. Well, the they, they used
1: it. Was. They used it earlier with the, mantrigue.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Same, same, uh...
0: Like, oh, I can't get this flag through. Fuck the flag.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the woods are, the woods are there. you know, it's their, it's their home, too. So it's just like, that's what you want to draw them into your familiar territory.
0: The horses gets, have to be left behind.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: stumble through it with his it, big foam blur, sword. Blurgs
1: are almost, and blurgs with shit attached to their back are pretty much useless when you get into thicket. yeah. That's why they call it Thicket.
0: thicket. Why they
1: call him Wicket. stick
0: yeah. Thicket.
1: <laughs> he whips through the Thicket.
0: Uh, Wicket's pretty Thicket, if you know what I mean.
1: Wicket's good. Ah!
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be jay J-Gos episode without Sark. And sass. And classiness. <laughs> Wicket, lead them. Smallest and youngest here. Okay. <laughs> I got this.
1: No, like at, at this point,
0: at this point,
1: wait, out. no, well, well, it's actually at a further point. But I was starting to think that, um, what's his name? The speedy guy there was sort of like his Chewbacca. Ah, later on, he just jumps into a chair and like, burp, 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 and I'm like, oh, he's like his co pilot or something. But then it turns out, no, he is, he is from you know a native mm-hmm. but i would i thought that would have been cool if that he'd been like you know they'd been on the ship together the whole you know the whole time and he was like the co-pilot because oh, there's be been cool. a lot of that in star wars little little you know small small creatures that are just sort of your co-pilot
0: yeah see this is where i was like where are all the traps that um yeah talk about?
1: we could have had a whole little home alone sequence here
0: they do use the catapult, and Noah does say make sure you use the catapult. So it's there, but
1: that's more just like a weapon laying around than a trap.
0: Yeah, so
1: just making up a few quick spears. Yep, because that's how you make up spears real quick with arrowheads real quick. They, you together.
0: know, they probably had some on them though, like in their little.
1: And- yeah, I know what what you're supposed to you're supposed to take that stuff away from people when you put them in prison. I know. And and this is another this is another thing that's just funny. Like and why why in this why? Well, I guess maybe okay, it's probably something he rigged up himself. But I'm like, why would you build a catapult? You know, as a as a spaceship tool. <laughs> Here's a catapult. You know, when you have lasers and stuff
0: huh it makes me wonder if like noah might have had like always kind of knew these guys were there so he built them just in case yeah
1: oh sure that's run why that's why was ah, keeping it me. a secret
0: run teak i actually did have half a thought i was like teak better not get shot i actually thought Teek was gonna get shot i was like no
1: <laughs> what's funny about these marauders is all the all they are is one step away from learning um you know how that power source works on a ship and then all of a sudden they're pirates. Yeah. They're just one step away from being pirates.
0: That jump from technology to magic. Um yeah. the other red one. <laughs> Excuse me.
1: Gesundheit. I can Wait. feel it coming. Dead murder yes murder (laughs) oh who has the sawmill
0: (laughs) it's it's the scene from the mandalorian only oh i
1: guess those are those are probably traps that's traps i guess so yeah yeah that's a trap get
0: him take <laughs> My mouthpiece is coming apart.
1: These guys obviously never got a pinata when they were kids. Ewoks spend a little too much time congratulating themselves after they do something.
0: <laughs> I must say, I was not expecting this kind of climactic battle battle in Ewoks 2 <laughs> You know, and I, and I was thinking about this, like, the trauma of Sindel, um, which is a funny thing to think about in Ewoks 2, about how, like...
1: <laughs> Ew, that should be the name of it, Ewoks 2, the trauma, <laughs> trauma of, Sindel. of
0: Sindel. Well, but I was thinking about that, though, because, like, in the first... There's a trap. There's a trap, yeah, okay. And the guns are pre-mounted. Um, But I was thinking about that, because in the first movie, she was crying at a drop of a hat. Like, that was something yep. we joked about.
1: She's um, leathered up.
0: Yeah, and that's very sad. Like when she's running through the battlefield looking for wicket. That's a and like she's not scared. I was like, that's childhood trauma in war times, and that's very sad. <laughs> Blurg. He walks to the trauma of <laughs> Sandal.
1: Look at the snot coming out of the Blurg's nose. That's just awesome.
0: Oh, I'm like look, the rose of teeth.
1: Look at that moist boy.
0: Moist boy! you just a moist
1: boy. I mean, their mouths look really like real animals, like with just big, big old wet mouths. They're creepy looking.
0: I still like that the smallest of the raiders went after the blurgs, which are huge. He's,
1: ah! he's the blurg handler. He's the blurg master.
0: He's back fighting again. Blurg
1: wrangler. Ah! Murder. Ah! Murder!
0: My favorite part is coming up and I can't wait for it because I lost my fucking mind when I saw it. (laughs) It's. It's right when you think that they reached the climax and it's the fastest piece of like. You know that whole thing of just like. You don't say you have this one thing because you know it'll immediately go wrong? It's kind of like the concept of you've had one job and you don't do one job but it's such fast instant karma that it may I just laugh. It's so funny.
1: You're here, Noah. I have to say after they took out all her parents and stuff, they did they did did a they definitely didn't kill off any you know, they didn't chook a truck anybody.
0: Oh, a truck. I'm still upset over that from last week. Yeah. Yay. I- uh, that's such a good little thing of him just like- I kind love the like ship.
1: I love clapping the ship. Clapping and like waddling. I believe- I believe that whole outside of the ship, not that shot, but like all the big shots of it are all a painting. Here's the one thing I wonder, did they fix that window when they take off at the end because they better
0: I was thinking about that. I think they cleaned it all off.
1: Well, I mean, they have to get, they have to put a window in there. (laughs) That's true. That's so true. (laughs) It's not going to work in space. None of this is.
0: Oh my God. That's so valid. But then how does the gun turn?
1: Yeah. And murder. This is the most gruesome murder.
0: That's the most gruesome of the murders.
1: I like how he just salutes him.
0: Like fuck you. Fuck,
1: fuck you. you. Yep. Exactly. Good
0: for wicked. Throwing bombs.
1: This reminds me. This reminds me of the movie Little Big Man when at the it, with um. General Custer as he's knows that he's just like doomed, but he's just walking through the carnage.
0: Or like the um I believe it's the second parts of the Caribbean movie when the snooty Commodore guy, his ship's blowing up on either side of him and he's just slowly walking he's just down the stairs.
1: Calmly walking down the stairs as cannonballs take out all the yeah. everything around him. Yeah.
0: I actually really loved that's
1: the only thing i remember from that movie
0: i remember that hot norrington because norrington had such a good character arc and i'm still salty that he died hot norrington was the best character in that movie i don't care what anybody else says.
1: all all the i all the pirates (laughs) i don't even know how many of the pirates of the caribbean movies i saw but i saw at least two or three of them at least two but probably like three or four of them
0: I've seen the first three. I didn't give a fuck about four and five, so I never watched it.
1: I just remember every one of them I saw. I liked two I, I enjoyed them all, yeah. but I, I don't remember a goddamn thing about any of them, <laughs> except the very, gentle tone of them.
0: They're very good, good popcorn movies, you know? Like, yeah, they're they're okay.
1: instantly forgettable to me, Like, but they were fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're very good popcorn movies, where... Like, it's like you just sit back, you have fun, and you just know yeah. that they're going to be kind of corny, and that's C- fine.
1: Couldn't tell you the plot of any of them. Oh um, My favorite
0: part is coming. It's, it's at the end of the scene. Oh, it's coming.
1: <laughs> that's a great shot of that flinging Ewok.
0: The fact that he calls his dad Dean's not by like, Dad! Here it comes! My favorite part of the movie. Instant karma. They're all running away! Everything's okay now! Kabam! <laughs> 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 Instant karma! <laughs> Spoke it's, too not suit, dumbass. Like, it's so dumbass. That's, that's the thing. It's just the whole like we're fine it was not fine <laughs> it's so because normally it's one of those things like there's like a beat or two but it's instant it's just like everything's okay now
1: <laughs> you know it's you know it's funny though you know what's funny is that doesn't play as well nowadays because whenever you're watching a movie nowadays you've got a little tracking line down at the bottom of it and you go like there's 10 minutes left to this movie there it's <laughs> it's not over yet you know so the, the like at the like if you're watching the well actually no if you were watching this on TV you would be like wait there's still another commercial before this is over at KB Oh up Come on. Come on. This is a this is a great sort of you know the classic Mexican sort of Mexican standoff here's this we'll do the trade off but the thing is that power source is just totally useless to this guy And it does mean that he can't take his ship off, but it also means that this guy still doesn't get anything. Like, this guy doesn't, like, ha-ha, now I have the power and I will rule the world.
0: Actually, what I like about this setup, too, is, like, Noah flat out says, I'll fight you for it. And the whole time, Tarek's just, like, watching him as he bends down, like, waiting for that first strike. And then the battle begins. And this is where I was, like... I actually forgot the crow was a thing, and I thought the crow was going to do more, but no, she just gets bucked over and has to, like, be a crow forever. But I actually also <laughs> really like this scene, too, because it gives Noah this very heroic action scene, which is not expected out of someone of his age. You know, how often do you see, like, other than Willow, when we had two old ladies choking well, each other out. <laughs> we also, we
1: don't know how much of this is Wilfred Brimley, because let's face it, well, we're, not we'll see, talk,
0: you know, we're not seeing deal. a lot of
1: his face.
0: Well, also, like, okay, let's talk about this in terms of the character, not, like, the actual person doing it. Um, but, like, it's not very often (laughs) that you have, like, old characters Okay, that shot
1: was amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Where he got flung into the bushes because he, like, he comes out in one shot. They might have really flung some stunt guy into the bushes.
0: I think they probably flung a, a, like, a puppet and then, like, just had the stunt guy roll out.
1: Uh, it, It worked really smoothly. Oh yeah. my god, I'm so easily beaten.
0: It's the Infinity Stone, Chris! This is this is the climax of the first Guardians of the Galaxy. He doesn't mm-hmm. have enough people holding his hands. So the power takes over. He's Peter Quilling this right now, but he doesn't have the rest of his asshole Guardians to help him. I love Guardians of the Galaxy, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I kind of... Th- this is almost where I wish like the crow came in, just like, give me my fucking ring, because now she's for the rest of her life, and she's a crow, which is a really cool ending because that's kind of dark. And she got well, I mean,
1: over. The, the crow should be able to just go down there and pluck you know, start peck it, pecking his hands apart. Maybe she does later. Yeah. I like that they just seem that they're just gonna leave him there as a like, as There's a, a really
0: nice moment right a... here where he pulls back wicket and then teak starts going up and he's just like, No, teak, like he he's. St- like, he stops Teak from going, too. And he, like, makes sure it's, like, Teak's following, like, Teak's lagging behind. He's like, no, no, Teak, come back with me. We're not, we're not staying. are like not touch a nice it.
1: It's, it's pure evil.
0: Yeah, that's a nice little character moment right there. Oh, yeah, they did clean it's, up the ship. Look at that. That's okay. a neat ship. I actually thought this was... It's um, kind of
1: cathedral look to it, like a modernist cathedral look to I it.
0: actually, because it was so clean, I thought it was Sindel's original ship that they crashed in the first movie. <laughs> it was so no, clean.
1: theirs looked like a little, like, theirs looked like almost like Y-Wing sort of size.
0: Yeah, yeah, but like, you know, we've seen it look kind of like a Treehouse on a movie, so when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Just because Sindel's ship was almost completely fixed. They were getting ready to leave. She was even yeah. like, I got to go back to school. So why finish fixing up this ship when they can just go take Sindel's show and so I was surprised well, the, marauders, like, oh, the
1: Marauders tore it apart pretty good too
0: oh yeah I forgot about that yeah
1: Ripping stuff out of it
0: oh I'm so sad that cheese doesn't get to go the, this hug this hug is a great hug it's such the, a good little hug
1: this,
0: person- oh here it is right right this is such a nice hug Oh, I
1: love it. It makes me sad. <laughs> this is uh this is basically the end of E.T. You could almost play the music to the end of of E.T. Here's where her real the, she really hits the waterworks.
0: <laughs> this is the moment when I was like, there it is! This
1: She's is this dying. is ET in reverse where the human kid gets on the spaceship and bam bum bam bam bum.
0: I, I was so happy. I was like, she's cried This whole movie. And I was like, there it is. It's now officially an Ewoks movie. The yep. child is sobbing. <laughs> really, the trauma of Sindel.
1: <laughs> Her uh, sleeves look like ah, those sleeves that were big really in the nineties that you could velcro off. You can pull off with velcro. He's got like a fire. Like most ships in Star Wars have a ramp. He's got an actual like fire escape <laughs> ladder.
0: This is actually a kind of a bummer of an ending.
1: Like this is this is almost shot. This is just like this is just like ET.
0: I actually had half a moment where I thought that the power cell was gonna get destroyed, and then Noah was like, "That's all right. Send over home anyway. We're home with them." And so, like, this is a, a very bummer of an ending.
1: She's going off to. Uh,
0: <laughs> Gotta go to school.
1: Journalism school. Oh, yeah, she does become a journalist. I forgot about that. See, the, that those lights, that looks like the lights. This is all, like, the way the lights oh, are on this. This is the amazing. spaceship taken off at the end of E.T. I like those. La- that landing gear. looks cool.
0: Oh, it, like, goes up in a ball. I missed
1: that. Yeah, I love this ship. I love this ship. It's, it's, it's got little elements like of the ghosts to it a little bit. Do you think, do you think Tiege
0: stays with the Ewoks?
1: Maybe. It's hard to say. It's, it's hard to say what his deal is. We might have to watch the cartoons and find out. I believe he's in the cartoons.
0: Really?
1: Ooh, I'm gonna Google this. I know that I so- know that there were action figures for him, or and like dolls and stuff. There was a lot of there's a lot of Ewok merchandise that wasn't made for America. The Ewoks were a lot bigger outside of America, and for the cartoons too, there was a lot of marketing and toys for the cartoons. That, some of it got released in America. A lot of it got released everywhere. There's whole like a whole subsection of super. It's like it's like kinky sex, you know? You've been involved in Star Wars so much and collected everything that you've got to get the prototype for the, you know, the low-gray figure from the animated show that never got made, but they made, like, five, you know, Ooh! prototypes for it.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: What? Uh...
0: Uh, during filming one of the scenes, Rothello, who played Teak, fell down a hill and into a creek, and the weight of her costume nearly caused her to drown until a crew member could rescue her and remove the mask.
1: Jesus Christ. Oh. Okay, so Joe Johnson was doing was directing second unit unit scenes in this.
0: Teak was not in the cartoons. No? He was huh. in a book called the ring the witch and the crystal which was the book version and then he's in star tours which was the ride
1: oh okay
0: but i don't he... remember
1: him in star tours but
0: teak also appears in two adaptations the book and the record um and in the book and he is additionally featured in star tours safety video it was initially unclear if the creature was in fact teak but the toy package later confirmed the creature's identity
1: uh-huh.
0: Though so originally Teak was supposed to be a puppet. Oh, that's cool. So uh the character was initially a puppet, but Wilfred Brimley, who played the part of Noah, objected to the idea of working with a puppet, and often uh, called on crew member Nikki Othello to stand in his line of sight while he spoke with Teak. It was eventually decided that Teak would be played by that actor, um, to be and to be fitted in a full body costume. Teak's costume had two heads, one articulate and one not. The articulated head contained devices to make Teek's face and eyes move um, and was operated by an off camera puppeteer.
1: It's funny that Brimley says (laughs) that because he was also in the thing where he was interacting with lots of puppets, (laughs) puppet (laughs) monsters.
0: Nikki Bethello on being cast as Teak. I did not even see it coming. One day they told me my call time was a god-awful early time, like 6 a.m. For a 16-year-old, that is really early. She was 16 at the time. Um, I was to report to the creature shop. Next thing you know, parents are my parents are there signing contracts with me. I had to join uh, the Screen Actors Guild as soon as possible. It was a bit crazy. You know, no one ever asked me if I wanted to do the part. I was just the tiniest in the bunch and it was always like, was always there and was always going to be there
1: (laughs) fit the suit yeah
0: aww well that was Ewoks yay we've done it we have completed another another commentary and this I really enjoyed War Day this month this was a lot of fun
1: I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be really spicy on my take on this and saying this is making me want to like check out the Ewok cartoons which I've never watched
0: I've
1: never... How many are there? I, I think there's at least a couple seasons. And I I know Droids was at least... I've watched a couple episodes of Droids, and they were... A, they were a mixed bag. <laughs> but they were very Nelvana-like.
0: Two
1: seasons of 26 episodes. So there's I... like 52 episodes of Ewoks... We might have yeah. to just check out... Maybe maybe next year we'll do a couple ep- episodes of Ewoks just to give it a little try. Yeah. Give it a little tasty taste. If we like it, you know, then if we ever cover all of Ewoks, we'll okay. we'll just be get You know, oh. it'll be that much closer to getting every animated Star Wars thing under our belt.
0: It's a prequel. The series is a follow-up, later stated to be a prequel to the two Ewok films.
1: Oh, okay. So it's before human uh
0: the first season of the series was somewhat so sophisticated but in the second the writing the visual style were both simplified
1: oh oh interesting Mm
0: -hmm. because i've also never seen droids either
1: droids are strange droids is really strange yeah and i'm expecting ewoks would be too but ewoks seem like it could be more you know, ewoks could just be sort of the Star Wars version of Smurfs, you know? That's what I always sort of figured it, it was gonna be like. and uh, and uh, I don't know what droids was. I mean, it was like it was like the version of like almost every cartoon in those like r two and three pr with a bunch of like teenage mechanics, you, you know, and have adventures with them sort of thing. It's very outside of any any main Star Wars storyline at all, you know. It's yeah. it's it's one of those like it's one of those weird things, alternate universe sort of things.
0: Well, that was fun. We've done it. Another another uh, commentary in the the, books.
1: the Warwick Davis trilogy is complete.
0: It is, and I really really had a good time. I'm also looking at a
1: way better time than I thought I was going to. That's me
0: too, man. Well,
1: Um... actually I shouldn't say that because we always have a good time, but I enjoyed the movies a lot more than I thought I would. If the movies were totally terrible, we would have had a great time too.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like this was, I was, especially the second, I was really surprised by battle for indoor. It was way better than I was expecting it. I was it, it just went in directions that I did not expect, and I am here for it. I'm here for the trauma of Sindel.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am here for that shit. But next week is our 300th episode, Chris.
1: Yeah, some people might have some questions for me.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: By now, by if you're if you're hearing it now, it's too late to give me give me questions because I've already answered them and it's sitting in the can right now.
0: It but is, I will have,
1: yeah. But when, when you do hear that episode, just know that I, I have no idea what questions I'm getting. They're all getting filtered through Hope. So, and I
0: am gonna do like kind of like basic ask us anything because like you can just type and ask me anything and like see like a list of like fifty questions, um, of like you know leave a like and I'll answer the question for the like. Um, so yeah, we're gonna be um. I'll i have some basics to cover the basics. So, um, this is gonna be like favorite stuff and stuff. So, yeah,
1: it's gonna it's be fun. Gonna, it's gonna be interesting, very interesting, Bye. and then the Mandalorian.
0: Oh, Mando!
1: I'm I'm intrigued about how that show's gonna go. <laughs>
0: I, I will. I will be blunt. I'm not the most excited about getting into Mando, but you know, that's just me with live action. It's my beast. I, I here's agree. also the
1: thing about the Mando that's the the good point of that though. It's not a lot of episodes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm not like. I guess after that we would do Bad Batch, wouldn't we?
1: Probably. Yeah, but that would make sense. We could. No, I mean, we would have the option book of a book doing. Of that. Book of Boba Fett, too, probably by that it'll, time. It'll
0: be done before we're done with Bando.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That starts
0: in what, like three weeks? The 20th. Yeah. So we're Yeah, are recording this
1: I, on- I, think we'll, I think we'll be more ready. You know, I don't know about you, but I think I'll be more ready for a second viewing of Bad Batch by that time.
0: Yeah.
1: So. Uh, there'll have been more space between watching, but there'll be a more digested space between Bad Batch. Whereas we'd be like watching Book of Boba Fett and then almost going right back and doing it again. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see how Book of Boba Fett goes. We might be like on fire, you know, we'll see. We get to do whatever the hell we want.
0: Oh, it's going to be fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Just a few more. By, By the time you're hearing this, Book of Boba Fett will probably be like next week.
0: Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. three weeks. Yep. So, will oh, either be week of the or the next week, one or the other. So, yep. all right. Well, do you have anything else for Willow or one of the two uh, Ewoks movies?
1: No, I think we about got it all. <laughs> yeah, like the, the time it takes to watch all of them.
0: Yeah. So I guess if that's it, where can people find you, Chris?
1: You can find me at tutufreaks.com. dot com. That's our website of two, True freaks. That's our podcast network with, with that, which J guys and Jedi is a part of. And we put up all our podcasts there and all our back episodes, just thousands and thousands of them, like five, 6,000 of them or some, something ridiculous like that. And you can also find us on Facebook where we post all our shows up at the two true freaks podcast page. And we have a more loosely based hangout page called The Two True Freaks Cantina. Woo! And if, uh, if you uh, want to have our now I can't even remember. What's the character that moves really fast? Teak. Yeah, we have our own Teak, And he runs our uh, Twitter page. Hmm. And he runs everything at double, triple, quadruple speed. Just zipping through life. Uh, not only listening to every podcast ever made, but also like having a job and a family and, uh, he's, his, he's, running his own, uh, um, audio drama, um, network now and also working for the Aqueduct audio drama. He just does everything. We don't know how he does it. He must have the metabolism of, of a teak. And that is Gene Gene, the Twitter machine.
0: Gene is secretly Teak. Gene!
1: <laughs> Gene actually has two faces. One face that has no expression on it, like a mask, and another one that where his eyebrows move and his eyes are artic- articulated and stuff. Don't yep. fall into a river, but...
0: Teak. That apparently almost drowned you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, that's where they can find me. Where they find you, Hope.
0: You can find me at wow. J Guys and Jedi on Twitter. That is our Twitter account. You can also find me at Hope I am a writer for The Geeky Waffle. So you can read all my work over there as well and occasionally see me on their episodes of Space Waffles, which is their Star Wars podcast. And I also have my website, geekgirlexperience.com and also help me watch cartoons that I do with Chris as well. And until next week is our three hundred that wow, Chris, three hundred episodes. Can you imagine? Yeah.
1: I can imagine I was there.
0: <laughs> We're gonna be like to a point where you can listen to a J Guys and Jedi episode every day of the year.
1: Yep. That's every kind day, of insane. Yeah. We're close to it now because we've got a lot of point fives in there and stuff like that. So They don't this-
0: count.
1: Okay, whatever. But I mean, they don't count. but <laughs> they, they do count them, as where you'd want to listen to them. And if you were listening to one every day,
0: that was a they, very hard. Don't believe you, but okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. I'm I'm saying right now we probably got like 310 shows somewhere around. Yeah, we have
0: more .5s than that. I would say 315, if yeah. not 317. Like we we have a more point five than that.
1: Yeah, something like that, yeah.
0: Someone who's not us because neither of us have time, it count. Just let them know how many uh, .5s we have. Because we also have a couple 7.5s as well. Don't forget about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I count those as all, you know, mid, mid-range. mid All you have to do is we, we can go to our website and look at, how, you know, at some point and look at how many episodes we have in there, you know. It'll, it'll tell us. So, yeah. But, yeah, we are getting almost close to that magic episode a day for a year if you wanted to really go crazy with the binge (laughs) listen Mm -hmm. or basically it takes a year to catch up and then after that year you're behind by you know a few months
0: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah well i I guess we'll, we'll probably talk get a little bit more mushy next week but thanks for everybody for being with us for 300 episodes this is kind of insane and for, like, new listeners, like, new listeners, we've got along the way, like, people we picked up during Rebels and then Resistance, and I, I know we're probably picked up a few more people during Visions. And I was just going to say. With Mando coming, yeah, like, I'm excited for all this, guys. Like, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you all. From our first fans to our newest, thank you for being here.
1: And if we're picking you up because you're watching this show and you're listening to the show because you're like, oh, I'm listening, watching this show, I can listen to these ones. My advice is go watch, starting with Clone Wars, start watching Clone Wars, so then you can listen to all the rest of our shows.
0: Though I have to say, uh, Charles retweeted our Visions episode from last week, and you could be like Charles because he wrote I highly recommend being friends with Yoda if you need a good way to get rid of your old shoes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The older, the better.
0: All right, everybody, we'll see you next week for episode 300.
1: Yay. Bye.
0: Put in like a sound horn. Just like,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, not even the whole, like, just like, or you just can leave this end and have me just be like,
1: that's <laughs> what I was kind of thinking.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow.
0: You know, when I was a kid and got a hold of a nickel, I thought I was rich. I didn't turn up my nose at pennies either. Today, some folks won't even bend to pick them up. Well, here's a bowl of steaming Quaker oatmeal. And I can't think of a
1: healthier way to start today. Cost you one nickel and four pennies. So if you can't be bothered with nickels and pennies, throw them in a jar. Start an oatmeal fund,
0: Quaker Oats. It's the right thing to do, not too expensive either.